Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication. It is great to be back with y'all after taking last week off. Uh, my family and I headed up to Lake Arrowhead and, and enjoyed some mountain weather and, and uh, some beautiful views, but it's great to be back today for our 51st episode of Revelation Communication. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Just a couple of quick reminders before I get going. On Wednesday night, we do have our midweek Bible study taking place at 7 p.m. right here at Revelation Church. We will be finishing up Revelation chapter 18 this week as we continue our look and our study of Babylon. Also, on Sunday morning, we have our worship service taking place at 10 a.m. I want to encourage you to come on out and join us as we journey down the Romans road. We'll be opening up Romans chapter 8 beginning this Sunday again at 10 a.m. Also, on the horizon is the one-year anniversary of the start of Revelation Church. Mark it on your calendars, Sunday, September 12th. I want to encourage you all to come on out and celebrate our one-year anniversary of Revelation Church with us, and definitely want to encourage you in that. And finally, if this podcast or if our sermons, our Bible studies are an encouragement to you, would you please head on over to YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts? as well as follow us on Instagram at our handle rev underscore church underscore CV and our Facebook page where you can find us at Rev Church CV. With that being said, I'm burdened this morning and I'll get to that here in a minute. But with that being said, I, I want to share Daniel chapter 3 verses 10 through 18. And, and this entire chapter should be familiar to most of you, but I'm going to start at verse 10 and, and work my way down to verse 18. And then, and then I'll get going this morning. Daniel says this in verse 10, thou, O king, has made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. 
Like I said, many of you are probably familiar with the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Earlier on in chapter 3, of course, Nebuchadnezzar has this 90 foot tall by 9 foot wide golden image set up that all in the land were to worship. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to worship it. They refused to bow down to it and call it their God. As a matter of fact, I'll remind you that Nebuchadnezzar called it his God. And that was not the king of the Jews, nor the king of the Israelites that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego served. Now, I want to fast forward to today. And while many idols and many images come in many different shapes and sizes, not all anymore are 90 foot tall golden images and golden statues. They do come in little scrawny names called Fauci. They do come in an evil and wicked administration called Harris and Biden. They do come in the shape of a syringe that is filled with evil and wickedness that they're trying to inject into our bodies. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the fact of the matter is this, that we may not worship a golden idol. We may not worship a golden calf or a golden statue, but we certainly do worship the syringe that is trying to be injected into all men kind today, aka the coronavirus vaccine. We worship it as if it were God. We worship it as if it were a lifesaver. We hang on every word that Emperor Fauci would tell us. And oh, by the way, if you haven't had your ears opened or your eyes opened over the course of the last year and a half, everything that Fauci has said, he has contradicted himself with the same words. And everything that Biden said and everything that Harris said, they have gone back back on. They have destroyed, they have corrupted, they have left innocent lives to fend for themselves, and the fact of the matter is they have a multitude of innocent blood on their hands as a result of their behavior and as a result of their choices. But what this world does and what this nation does in the United States of America is they worship Fauci, they worship Biden, they worship Harris just as if they were the golden images that Nebuchadnezzar put up some thousands of years ago that Shadrach Meshach and Abednego were forced and told to worship, but they did not bow down. And what this is about today is you no longer bowing down to the idolatry, to the images, to the persons that are filled with wickedness and evil and corruption. And while an image in and of itself, a statue is not wicked, the worship of it is. And that is exactly what is taking place today. We are worshiping Fauci. We are worshiping this coronavirus vaccine. We are worshiping this administration as if they're going to save our lives. Do you not remember not too long ago that if you got the vaccine, you would no longer uh, contact or, 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 or be able to get the coronavirus? Do you remember when they said that? Do you remember when you were told that if you get the shot, you would no longer have to wear a mask? Well, guess what? Guess who's getting the coronavirus today more than anybody else? Those that have received the vaccine. Guess what they told you after you got the vaccine and you got both shots? You have to continue to wear your mask. Oh, and by the way, what are they saying today? That you're probably going to have to get a booster shot because the first two weren't good enough. Ladies and gentlemen, it is downright evil and wickedness 
what they're trying to do. And I want you and I encourage you and I implore you to wake up to it. Stop worshiping it as if it's going to save your life. Because guess what? It's not. Stop worshiping it as if it's the answer to the world's problems. Oh, I'll get the shot because it's going to open everything up and I'll be able to go back to restaurants. I'll be able to go back to the, the, the gym unhindered. I'll be able to go and do what I want without having to worry a mask. All I have to do is show this passport. False, ladies and gentlemen. That is never going to happen. And the reality is when people tell you that they're going to do it because they want their freedoms back, well, the more freedoms you give up in doing it, you'll never get those back again. This government, this administration, this world has zero plan to give back what they've taken away. And that has been the MO of every corporation, of every dictator, of every empire that has ever been on the face of this earth. Once they take something from you, they will never get it back. And so I want you to wake up today, ladies and gentlemen, to the fact and to the reality that what we're being told today, what we're being sold on today is lies. It's wickedness. It's evil. And we need to stop idolizing them. We need to stop hanging on every word that they say is truth because it's not. They do not have your best interest in mind. And I encourage you to turn away from such things and to follow God and his word, no matter the consequences or circumstances. Well, guess what happened in Daniel chapter three after I finished at verse 18? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were indeed put into the fiery furnace. The Bible even says that it was heated seven times hotter than it normally was. As a matter of fact, the guards that threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fiery furnace, they themselves caught fire and died from the heat that was coming out of this furnace. But guess what? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were seen later on by Nebuchadnezzar standing up and walking around within the confines of this fiery furnace. And what else did Nebuchadnezzar see? He saw a fourth man. They only threw three in, but there was a fourth man seen by Nebuchadnezzar that appeared to be like the son of man. Ladies and gentlemen, that was none other than Jesus Christ that was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so what can we glean off of this today? Do not be afraid to stand up for the Lord and stand against tyranny. Stand against this false worship of images and of idols and of people and of syringes and of government that they're trying to shovel down our throat. Don't be afraid to stand up against it and call it out for what it is. I want to read to you Joshua 24, 14 through 15. He says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, Joshua said, we will serve the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to choose. You need to choose to serve the false gods of Fauci and the Biden-Harris administration and this coronavirus uh, 
plandemic, the lies and the deceit that's coming out of that, and the shot that is nothing but evil and wickedness being injected into the lives of people across this world. You need to choose if you're going to serve that or if you're going to serve God, serve the Lord, and serve His purpose in your life. And when you do, when you choose to serve God, when you choose to serve the Lord, when you choose to serve his purpose, I want to share with you what Isaiah 43, 2 says. He says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Just like Jesus was in the fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because of their obedience, when we obey God, when we choose to serve God, we have the confidence today that he will be with us no matter how deep the waters get, no matter how rough the floods seem, no matter how hot the fire is that sometimes is burning at our back, it will not be kindled upon us. And so the question we must all answer is this. Are we going to be like these three young men who in the face of death chose to worship God Almighty and not a statue or image of a false God? Are you going to be like Daniel who was told that no one can pray except to King Darius but prayed to his God in heaven anyway with the windows wide open in his house so that everyone could see what he was doing? Are you going to be like Nehemiah, who in the face of threatenings, in the face of mocking, chose to obey God in the calling of rebuilding Jerusalem? Are you going to be like Peter and John, who, when told to be quiet about Jesus and no longer teach in his name, said, we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard? Are you going to be like Jesus, who was tempted by Satan and promised all the kingdoms of the world if only he would bow down and worship him, to which Jesus responded, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Folks, you have got to make a choice. You either live to glorify God and God alone, or you don't. But you need to make a choice whom you're going to serve. It is high time to end this lukewarm Christianity that has plagued the church, that has plagued the pulpit, that has plagued Christianity abroad for hundreds of years, if not thousands. Why? Because the world is sick of it. Brothers and sisters in Christ are sick of it. The church is sick of it. And I have no doubt that it grieves God as well. It is time to put away your false gods and false idols and worship the one true living God. Folks, I know it's rough. I know it's tight. I know some of you are going to disagree. Some of you are going to get fired up. Some of you are going to get angry. But the reality is you're either going to serve God or you're going to serve the agenda of man. And when you choose to do that, you will be sorely disappointed and brokenhearted when you find out in the end that it was grievous to your eternal soul. Choose today to serve God. Folks, if you don't know Jesus Christ right now as your personal Lord and Savior and you want more information, or if I can pray for you, please head on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. 
scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll find my contact information or you can leave me a message. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication.